Welcome to The Dental Brief, the world's direct, right-to-the-point podcast produced to get you the information you need to learn and grow your practice. To learn more about our guests and find links to information discussed on our show, visit our website, dentalbrief.com. On to today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. Today, I'm excited with us. We have a guest uh, from a totally different part of the, the globe um, than we're on, coming to us from New Zealand, um, Dr. Ahmed Alhesani, correct? Very correct. Awesome. Yeah. Ahmed, you smashed it. Well, yep. I can stop the podcast there. It's actually so much easier than it looks, but you're always nervous to get them right. But anyways, thank you for coming on. I'm so glad to have you here. Uh, my pleasure, mate. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, um, let's just jump right in. Let's talk about um, the question I always ask everyone. How'd you get involved in, in dentistry? So it's, it's, it's a funny story. I mean, I've, I, I come from actually from a family of dentists. So I'm a, our family is a family of four, my dad, my mum, my brother and me, and we're all dentists. So, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Um, obviously, in New Zealand, it's, it's a similar sort of program, I guess, in the States. You, you go through university, you have kind of like a general sciences year. And I was just always really interested in the sciences. Having my family there, you know, my, my dad is a major role model and inspiration for me. So, um, yeah, fell into it. Uh, got accepted into dentistry here at the University of Otago in New Zealand um, and haven't really looked back. So, no, I know you're involved in the Institute of Digital Dentistry. Um, the website's instituteofdigitaldentistry.com. I want our users to check that out. But tell us how that starts. So you went... You know, to school, did you work together in a family practice? Did you work for yourself? Were you uh, in clinic for a while? And then started this kind of tell me about that journey. Yeah, so um, it's, a, it's, it's an interesting one. So my, my dad, is um, he, he runs a practice uh, in, in New Zealand, in Wellington, New Zealand. And so he was, I would say, a pioneer figure in New Zealand in terms of CAD CAM. Like we, he used the scanner over 15 years ago. Um, and that was a time where there was basically no support very little people knew about scanners. It was the days of like E4D. Um, and so when I graduated, I, I worked with him. So I work in a, in a family practice. Um, we've grown significantly since. So um, since those humble days, we now own and operate uh, over four clinics and 26 dental chairs in New Zealand. So we've got a pretty big operation and every single one of those clinics has scanners and CAD CAM equipment in them. So uh, we, we really believe in this stuff. Um, I was fortunate. I got out of dental school. I was exposed very early on to digital dentistry, um, obviously working alongside my father, who's a very passionate dentist. He loves this stuff. He's the type of guy who, you know, he's in the clinic in his weekends. It's just his energy and it's his passion. So um, from there, I mean, how the Institute actually started um, was – we were buying these scanners and we bought one scanner and then we kept facing issues with sales reps and that you could never get a straight answer out of them. Um, and you can't blame the sales reps. Obviously they're all trying to sell their specific product, but you know, you would ask one sales rep, what's the best scanner? And they would say my one. And then you'd ask the next one and they would say, no, this is the better one. The other guy's product is crap. And then what we ended up doing is just buying them all. Um, privately and, and making conclusions for ourselves. And that led to the Institute, just us sharing our information and sharing what we've learned about these scanners and, and digital dentistry equipment. And it's resonated big time around the globe with people who are actually just seeking an objective point of view and an objective source of information because, you know, it's a bit hard to get it out of sales reps. 
Yeah, so that's um, fantastic. I, I got to imagine you're the only organization on the planet outside of maybe one of the manufacturers to, to actually do that. Um, you, you know, so I know you're obviously it's clear how passionate you are about digital dentistry. Um, you talk to dentists all over the place, right? I mean, you're not just in New Zealand, but you, you talk to dentists all over the globe about these types of things. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like nowadays we have a, a, like a male subscriber base of over 30,000 dentists globally. Wow. So if, let me, let me ask you this. If, if you, if you don't have a scanner now mm. and you want to get one and you want to move forward in this, I, I have to imagine, uh, and I'm going to, again, refer to your website, the Institute of Digital Dentistry.com, looking at your blog and sure enough, here's all the information about all these scanners. So I encourage our audience to check that out, but I, there's probably not a best one, right? There's probably not one that is best. There's probably ones that are best for certain dentists. Is, would that be an accurate statement? Yeah, for sure. And I totally agree with that. And, and even better, guys, is that these days the technology has plateaued so much that um, f a fast scanner is basically all of them. Like every reputable scanner company out there sells a fast scanner. So it's, don't be don't be worried. You're not going to buy like a lemon that doesn't work or something. Yeah, no, I, I've heard here, and maybe I'm I'm wrong about this, but I've just you know, anecdotally talking to to clients and people I know that scanners around thirty thousand dollars in the U.S. Does that sound about right to you? Cheaper, even cheaper, man, and that's what's crazy. It's a it's the classic kind of technology curve, you know. So over the years, they're just getting cheaper and cheaper, and uptake is getting increased. So these days, uh, probably the cheapest good reputable scanner I would think about is the Medit i500, which you can pick up for about 15,000 US. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy to think because back in the day when we first got into it, you used to have to spend 50, 60,000. So it's, it's the prices has dropped significantly. Um, and these days what we're finding actually is because everyone's rushing into the market, all these manufacturers, um, you can even get Chinese scanners now. There's China makes over like five to six scanners themselves. Um, sure. I have a bone to pick with them, but you know, they're driving the prices down like a Chinese scanner will seat you back 11,000 US. Yeah. Now I, I have to imagine too that these scanners and quality, the cost and quality and what have you, that if you're just starting to use one and you're not using them all the time, you probably don't need one that is as high cost as high quality. Is that fair as, as someone who is using them you know every single day four or five times a day that's a really good question patrick and look what, what it really comes down to is that I, I can just lay down the whole market right now for your listeners really um, because i use all these scanners in my practice i mean we have over 15 scanners the really high-end premium scanners are things like Cerec prime scan trios 4 itero these scanners fit a niche and if you just want an impression replacement, it makes no sense to spend that much money on something like that. If you just want an impression replacement, you have no interest in CAD CAM in-house, you have no interest in becoming a technician or having an in-house lab, then you can just pick up a $15,000, $20,000 scanner and it will completely change your life. Like scanners have endless benefits now, both in literature and anecdotally. It's just a no-brainer. Uh, for those guys who want to get into like CAD CAM, who want to mill in house, then you have to spend the big bucks. Like for instance, in our practice, whenever I do a same day crown, because um, I'm still a full time private practice, um, I'm sorry, a private practitioner, I still work, you know, full time. If I ever need to do a, a same day crown or a same day restoration, I'm picking up the CEREC just because of the workflow. Now that whole workflow comes at a premium. 
If I need to do Invisalign, I'll be using an iTero. If I need to do digital dentures or plan an implant surgery with implant guides, I'm picking up Trios. So they all fit niches. But for the you know, average kind of dentist who has no interest in doing CAD CAM or doing any sort of design work or lab work, uh, it makes no sense to pick up a scanner like that. Uh, you could easily go for the lower end of the market that still does the job. It does everything you need it to do, something like a Trios 3 Basic or a, a Medit i500, Medit i700, something like that does the trick. Sure. So, you know, I, I know a, an argument that a lot of dentists make, um, older dentists make about equipment technology is that, hey, I'm only going to practice two years or three years or five years more. And I don't want to invest all this money into this type of equipment. And I don't want to learn it or what have you. What's your argument to that? Why should someone who's going to retire in three years drop 15 It's so a really, years? really good question. Uh, my argument would be think about when you go sell your practice. Um, yeah, you don't have to go full 100% yourself. You probably don't. You probably want to start slowing down, not learning new things, because there is a learning curve with these things. Um, but, you know, when you sell your practice, who are you going to be selling it to? Um, hopefully not a corporate, because no one likes them, but <laughs> just kidding. But, like, uh, you know, you get an associate or – your son or something like that who will pick up the reins and it's a lot more attractive if the practice is keeping up to date and and realistically scanners now it's not like a um, it's not a fad idea anymore so the american dental association did a survey and i don't know if it's relevant to the entire population but they did a big survey in your country and they found that 53 percent of dentists have scanners in office so it's it's becoming the norm now. It's a bit like, you know, back in the day, if a practice didn't have digital x-rays, it's like, why why don't you? <laughs> right. Yeah, and I, I'll tell you right now, from a, from a consumer point of view, um, you know, I've, I've done you know, the clear liners. As a matter of fact, I'm not wearing them at this moment, but I should, but my orthodontist. <laughs> naughty, right naughty. I'm okay, but, um, you know, I'm in trades right now, and um, I've done both old school impressions um, and I've done, I've been scanned and I'll tell you that when you sit there as a consumer and you look at the scanner and you, you can see how perfect your fit is going to be, right. You mm. can see how perfect, um, that imaging and that impression is going to be. It's impressive. Mm. And as you know, someone who's also had a crown, when you go through that, you realize there's a little bit of a fitting process as in a patient sitting in the chair, you start to get a little nervous, like mm. how much chiseling on this thing are they going to do to get this to fit? Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and I'm sure it's very minor and I'm exaggerating to add emphasis and, and make my point. But I think from a consumer point of view, when you see that technology and you see that scan, it's it's impressive. It makes you think, wow, this is this is amazing. It's a huge marketing thing, Patrick. And and to yeah. be honest, this is something that look, a lot of dentists and, and practice managers and stuff, when they're buying a, a scanner, they always think about ROI. You know, how much money is this thing going to make me? Da, 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 how much impression material I'm going to save? One thing people don't realize, and it's what I like to call the wow factor, is that this thing will distinguish you between all the other practices that are not doing it. And you can't measure the wow factor. You can't measure the impact that this has on patients. Just like you sure. said, people are blown away. They think you're like some guy from Star Trek or something. You're scanning. You're, you're in full control. It's easy. It's quick. There's no more gagging. Patients don't like impressions. Dentists don't like taking impressions, you know? So when you cut all of that out, not only is it less stressful for you, but it's a huge benefit for your patient. And and trust me, they talk. I have patients that post things on Instagram, on Facebook. It's it's free marketing. Yeah. Yeah. So um 
Yeah, people definitely got to look into it. Let's talk about your website a little bit. So I know instituteofdigitaldentistry.com. When users go there, what are they going to find? What have you put together for them? All right. So uh, what really made us popular, I mean, why we have 30,000 subscribers is we're basically, like you mentioned, Patrick, we're one of the only objective sources of information in this whole field. And and again, it, it came out because we didn't look for sponsorship or we didn't look for a company to tell us, you know, sell our goods. We don't sell any scanners. We're just a bunch of really passionate dentists about this. So when they're going to jump on the website, they're going to see, you know, we offer live courses, which I know for your listeners in the States, especially in this climate, doesn't make sense to have to fly over to New Zealand. But that's sure. why we also offer online courses. Like we have a whole membership program. It's kind of like the Netflix of dentistry, of digital dentistry. You pay a subscription, you can get access to courses. Now, apart from all the paid stuff, which is not actually, not really my passion, not why I started IDD, is that you could just go onto our blog and it's completely free. There's no paid uh, gates or anything like that. And you can find us reviewing every single scanner on the market. And we review them objectively. And it's gotten to the point where companies send us scanners and they're like, please just review it, even if I just tear it to shreds. So sure. you're going to find some really, really good objective information. These are comprehensive reviews. I go through in a very systematic and practical way. I don't really dive into a lot of literature. I just talk about, you know, how fast is it to scan? What are the software apps? What are the advantages? What are the disadvantages? What do dentists need to know? What are the ongoing costs? And I just break it down in all these different comprehensive reviews that you can access for free. And, and I hope you get some use out of them because really that's where my passion is. It's just, you know, sharing, sharing what we've learned in, in an unbiased and, and completely objective way. Yeah, that's fantastic. Also, you know, well, I, I'm listening to you. I'm scrolling through your social media too, and you've got a lot going on there. So on your site, there's pretty easy to find links to your social media accounts. I definitely recommend our audience follow there because it's some it's really cool stuff um and we're always happy to help patrick i mean i get dentists almost every day messaging me on 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 facebook or instagram like hey what what scanner should i buy and i'm always happy to help you know i'm a pretty young guy so i'm pretty attuned to being on my phone and answering messages so if anyone out there is in a situation where they're confused or just need some advice from someone who's, who's done it um i'm more than happy to to just reach out to me and I'll, I'll be happy to reply and, and give you some feedback. Um, Cause the other thing we do, it's not just scanners. I mean, in our clinic, we have a full in-house lab. Like we do milling, we do 3d printing. We've got like three to four mills, about five printers. So we, we do a lot of this digital stuff. That's, that's fantastic. Um, yeah. It's a cutting edge and it's cool. Um, definitely want our audience to check it out and, and take advantage. Um, doctor, I appreciate you um, offering that to our listeners and, and want to encourage them to reach out to you. Thank you so much for being here. It's my pleasure guys. And, uh, and I wish you all the best and hopefully uh, we get out of this mess of a pandemic and whatnot, hopefully soon. Yep. Take care, doc. Take care. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Did you know you can weigh in on today's topic on Facebook? Search the dental brief on Facebook or visit our website, dentalbrief.com and just follow the link. We look forward to having you join us again on another episode of The Dental Brief.